0: Welcome to the Dear Son Podcast. This is a safe space where men share their fatherhood journey. These conversations are transparent and, more importantly, vulnerable. Now, because each fatherhood story is situationally nuanced, some topics are heavier than others. The commonality found amongst all the guests is a genuine desire to help and inspire other men through telling their story. And now... Here's your host, Derek Johns. Derek Johns. Welcome to the Dear Son Podcast. This is a safe space where men discuss vulnerable stories about the fatherhood journey. Now, sometimes those stories are heavy, sometimes they're light, changes from guest to guest. I never know until we start the show. I am excited, as I always have been, because I have another amazing guest, because that's all I have is amazing guests on my platform. Welcome virtually, Mr. George Massenberg to the Dear Sub Podcast.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having man. me. Man.
0: Yeah, man. First <laughs> off, you know I'm struggling calling you George, but we're going to get mm-hmm. through it. We're going to get oh, no, through most it. Most definitely. <laughs> how was how, how your day, man? How what, what kind of headspace are you in today? Let's, let's get a, uh, a sanity check before we get started. <laughs> most definitely got to
1: do that daily. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Man, I'm in a real good space, you know, good day today at work, um, you know, fighting through this pandemic. Yeah. Within the school systems, you know trying to just keep all the kids safe and still make sure that they're getting everything that they need from the mental health and everything. That's 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 big, you know, so. But just just my day. My day is always good. I try to make it good.
0: Outstanding, man. (laughs) Outstanding, man. So let's let's dive into it. You mentioned that you're uh, you work in the school system. You're an administrator. We'll build up to that. But let's go back to early days in Hampton, man. Hampton Roads, Hampton America, Hampton High School, one of the best (laughs) in the land. What was life like for you early on? I know when I met you in high school, but I don't know much about life before that. What was your life like? What was your family dynamic early on?
1: Oh man, Um, you know, um, like I said, I'm a product of Hampton City Schools. Um, Mm. Grew up in Hampton. Um, You know, Got a younger brother, older sister. Um, you know, learned a lot from my older sister. Taught a lot to my younger brother. You know, so okay. it's like being that middle child. Um, man, I, I I grew up, man. Both my both my parents there, military background. So I moved around quite a bit, and got lucky to be. You know, my dad got stationed at Fort Eustis.
0: Okay,
1: I was lucky enough to attend Hampton City Schools, go to Lindsay,
0: yeah.
1: um, middle school, then transition to Hampton High. Yeah, well, it was definitely well, like go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, what what was uh what, what was your, your relationship with your father like? As a military man, I have a little bit of experience. My dad wasn't in the military when I was born, but he was prior military. What was that mm. life like, and how did that military life kind of shape who you became?
1: Man, it was um, daily routines, mm. um, sort of like what we grow up in now, but it was structure. Um, my father, great provider, great mm. provider, you know, but he had that that stern military upbringing, you know. Yeah. Um, um it was it it was it was great growing up, man. Like I said, I've moved around to a couple of different places and I, I learned a lot. But you know, me and my dad, we had a great relationship growing awesome. up. Very supportive. Um, you know, the disciplinarian, along with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but it was it was my childhood, man. I I have no complaints and it's it it, it shaped me in a in a whole lot of different ways, you know.
0: Um, Got it. Yeah, we definitely said again.
1: Made me made me. Like adventure route because like my life was like an adventure with my father being in the military going different
0: places. Like I said, that's a that's a great perspective. So you had two siblings and you're smack dab in the middle. What role did you play, and what role did your siblings play? Who was the troublemaker? Who was the who was the you know all the all the um, characteristics (laughs) that you hear in the typical family? Like this one is that, this one is the other. What kind of what role did you play, man? um, I, I
1: was. The troublemaker, sort of like the mm-hmm. uh, the jokester of the family, you gotcha. know. Um, my sister was the honor roll student, did everything right. I tell her, don't don't let mom and them know we got report cards today. <laughs> you know, but I was, you know, that that troublemaker. My brother was a jokester as well, so we we fed off each other a lot of times in, in situations within the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah. sister, my sister is older. It's just the two of us. She's five years older. Wow. I think she had one C on her report card her whole See, life, right? And it maybe even, even included. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was happy when she went to college because I could kind of at least get a couple days where my parents didn't know I had a Most report time. card, right? And I, I may have, I may have fudged the, an F two and B a time or two, but don't judge me. This is not about <laughs> me. This, this is about one. you. No. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is about you. What, um, great relationship with your father. What, what do you think you picked up? most from your father that is of the most benefit t- today? Like, what characteristic, what trait?
1: What- that dependability. And I could say uh, that right uh, off the top. Uh, that that dependability. Like, no matter what was going on, um, he was going to be there. You know? Yeah. And it, it was... Because sometimes, man, like, you know, disciplinary and like, it's crazy. And I'll, I'll, I I want to like uh, tell a quick story. This is the Let's craziest go. thing. And, and I always tell everybody this story. You know, working with kids. Um, I threw the shot put at Hampton. You know, I'm at a track meet at Todd Stadium. I'll never forget. I'm with the guys on the track team <laughs> <laughs> laughing and joking. I'm using foul language. Mm. Crazy. Like, you know, just, just being one of the guys. Right. Um, two weeks later, we had another track meet at Todd Stadium. I'm in the the sand pit getting ready to like warming up. Yeah. My dad walked over there to me with the guy that mans the sand pit you know, before you throw the shot put, mm-hmm. you said, "This was the guy that you was talking about was using the foul language." And I'm like, I'm taking it back, like, <laughs> like yo, hold on, right then and there, I'm a high school student. Yeah, <laughs> I got checked like on some, like it was crazy, and I I will never forget that
0: because he checked you,
1: uh-huh, Yeah, big time yeah. check. But I, but I needed that because. It put me back in the right perspective I needed to be in, even when I'm around my friends. Yeah. It, it was different, you know.
0: Yeah. My father caught me uh freestyling in the house one day and I didn't know <coughs> he was home. It was it wasn't a great freestyle and it wasn't a great moment after he caught me. It was just Most. It, was, <laughs> it was all bad. <laughs> all bad. So you let us in uh a little bit into your um your involvement with sports. How much how much did uh sports play into your life at a young age and growing up?
1: Um, honestly, man, um, I don't think I'll be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for sports. It was like that whole take a teamwork to getting something achieved, like mm-hmm. from a young age, you know, depending on somebody else to reach that common goal. And it's, it's like, as you get older, you reflect on those like lessons that you never know you were getting, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's sports played a, a big part. I wanted to try everything like basketball, mm-hmm. everything, everything. Just, how did, just how did the,
0: basketball work out.
1: Man, I was supposed to get into one game. No, no, this is the true story. People laugh about it right now when we some of us get together. The Boo Williams court outside of Eaton.
0: Mm.
1: They gave me a shot to play some future league. 30-some seconds left. I'm about to get in the game. The ball don't go out of bounds. (laughs) Nobody missed a shot. I never got buzzed in. After that, I said, I'm never playing basketball again. Never playing basketball
0: again. They rained on your entire parade. Yeah, my job, man. Nobody could Down take a foul. Nobody, man, you gotta talk to them guys, man. Thank you, friends for real, for real. Well, what uh so what sport did you take to? You, you started without say you uh, you were doing the shot put. Talk football. about that, man. Because that's why I, that's why I met you. Um yeah. in high school, you were already engaged and you were one of the one of the standouts. Talk about football life uh and how you matured through through playing football.
1: Man, um a lot of times people say, like, I, I had a great time at at Hampton High School playing sports. I mean, I was, I think I was probably like, out of all the guys that we played, I think I'm the luckiest guy because I got to play with those guys.
0: Mm, okay. You
1: know, and, and and me not being, you know, as a lineman, you know, not being in the limelight, however those guys put you in the limelight right? at, at any point in time. And I was like, that was like the greatest accomplishment to me you know yeah. i got to play with some great guys that people talk about right now
0: talk and about i got
1: it. and i got real life stories you know what i'm saying i played i i played with arguably like the, probably like the best s- five to six high school players ever in my eyes in history let's talk about it you know
0: what
1: i'm saying Give um, every, shine, man. yeah hey ron curry most definitely ron c for sure like that's superman to me you For know sure. what I'm saying? Like, I played with him from the tornadoes all the way up until I graduated. You know, okay. he graduated one year after me. So, like, I won championship after championship, little league and everything. Mm. You know, Amar Hawkins. Yeah, he was Hawkman. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, Amar Hawkins, we played two games, and Amal Hawkins had over 600-something yards rushing. and like eight Touchdowns in two games. And, and, That's And it crazy. was like, and then you go play receiver, too. And then yeah. you go play DB as well. Yeah. You know, you know, like, at a high level. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Armando Curry Muffin. For sure. And, uh, and, and I, and Muffin, you know, I, I had the privilege, like Muffin, that, that I talked to Muffin today. Mm. And, and, and the craziest thing about it is, and like, that's my guy. Yeah. And I say that because when I got the opportunity to become a head coach at Heritage, Muffin always said, if I'm available, I'm going to be your defensive coordinator. Mm. And when I called him and I told him I got the job, Muffin was there. And he was my defensive coordinator my first year ever coaching, and we mm-hmm. took a team that ain't win three games, and like they didn't win a game in three years, man. Wow! And and we took them and we won four games our first year. Nice. And and what I get from like, and I'm gonna go back to those guys on the team, but what I got from like him even doing that, he gave those guys real life stories about being successful, and like he's one of the like the greatest motivators like ever to yeah. me when it comes to coaching. Yeah. You know, what saying and he shut down Larry Fitzgerald. and nobody knows that in the bowl game. So, so
0: you, so you, see? so you never saw me on the field. So I'm not qualified to talk about a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I tell that story with pride. My old CEO was, was a Pitt graduate, and he kept bringing people in. Okay, and I did not waste one moment because I was at that bowl game. He shut him go. down. And yeah, how, yeah, how and big is how big is Fitz? He's what like 6'5". Six, five, six, five. And, yeah. and Muffin is five eight on a great day. Well, Good my, day. my bad, my bad, <laughs> Muffin. My bad, Muffin. I know you 5'10". Ten, five, ten. Five, ten. Yeah, my yeah, bad. We got my God. bad. But, I know you 5'10". But ten. like,
1: you know, so, but man, so like I say, going back to what we were talking about, uh, Juice, Daryl Smith,
0: great running back. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Blizzard. <laughs> For sure. You know, and, 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 yeah. Donnell yeah. Holly. Yeah, D. White. And, and, and D. White
1: was, D. White would run through a brick wall on any day and it was, he was just different, you know. Yeah. And, and you can name these guys, man, and and those were the guys that were named, but they never ever like I had an ego because mm. those guys were great.
0: <laughs> you know ah, what I'm saying? I got you. And I was a part of that. You know I what I'm saying? You.
1: And I was a part of that. It was like, wow, I get to play with these guys. So you had had no, no choice but to be good. Donnie Green, Jerry Green. Like you can go down and list of people yeah. and and if you you feel like you forget somebody. Yeah. So for football, sure. so football, man, that had was epic. Yeah, Like, epic. Every Friday night it was it was going to be something that everybody wanted to see. And you got pride in that. Wearing that jersey, it's like yeah. man, so much nostalgia even talking about
0: it, yeah, you know. And, I envied you guys man, it was never jealousy, but I envied the bond the work that you guys put in, it, it showed on the field. And I want to, I'm wondering if in real time, did you recognize how special it was the way they felt about you and treated you during that time? Or did you, did you did it make more sense reflecting on it after you had you know you' gone through the games and you had moved on? did you realize mm-hmm. what they saw in you and the way they treated you special and why that was what was it about you? were you aware of that?
1: not like I wasn't aware of it like you're never like really aware of things when you are in that moment mm. you know what i'm saying and, and and when you look back on it, it's even more special because you still got those bonds with those guys yeah and and that's the and 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 you can't you can't take those away. It's those memories, you can't take memories away. Yeah, you know. And sometimes, like pictures, are great memories. But those memories that you have in your head and your heart when you dealt with those guys that you came up with, it's, it's totally different. And and the image that they, those guys knew I was gonna like <laughs> the image I think they had of me is I, those guys knew I was gonna uh, come ball out. Yo, y'all ain't yeah. gonna let y'all show out. Y'all yeah. gonna get the recognition anyway. Let Lime get a little recognition.
0: Yeah. get some shine. Get some <laughs> get shine. Some shine so what did what did that what did that take you? You had a um, what I would consider a really good career in uh in high school, what what opportunities did it afford you after you graduated?
1: I mean, I was able to get a scholarship to Virginia State University to play football.
0: H B C U. Um,
1: yeah, I was I was lucky. I was lucky and and I look at it now because going into school, never thinking that like school was important, but I got to school because of football. Gotcha. And, and it was like that was something I was good at. School was something I had to work at. You know, I never made honor on my whole entire life, man. Until mm. my last nine weeks of Hampton High School, my senior wow. year, and I, that's because I got to be in Mr. Kaplan's class. Never That'll forget <laughs> it. No, never forget it. Like what was the history uh, of government? Government. Government. Go, government in the yeah. back in the back hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Um, I got an opportunity to play ball in college and I it was I started as a freshman at center. Okay. Um uh I, I had a good career, man. You know, I had a real good career at Virginia State. And I I I love that school, my HBCU. Yeah. Best school yeah,
0: ever. Yeah. That's that's another thing that I that I, I somewhat uh envy. I didn't go to an HBCU. Um mm-hmm. wasn't as educated. I don't regret any you know decisions I made, but there seems to be like this camaraderie, this um this brotherhood, this friendship that, that lasts long beyond the time that you're in school. And I I do, I appreciate that from the Mm -hmm. sideline. That's, that's really dope. Were you prepared for college? And and the reason I asked you is uh, you mentioned uh, Ahmad and when I talked to him, um, he said he was physically prepared, but mentally he had a gap. Can you talk about what that was like for you or if that was the case? Man, um,
1: school never prepares you for being by yourself <clears throat> in an unfamiliar place, taking care of yourself and your responsibilities and going to school.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, um, I think about, you know, just being able, like playing sports, that was your end, so to speak. And actually going to class when you really don't have to go to class because nobody's making you get up and go,
0: Right. you
1: know, you know, you got workouts in the morning, but then you think about it like, ah. Do I have to go to class? Yeah. I wasn't prepared. Mm. I, it was numerous distractions. It was numerous opportunities to uh find out who you were, so to speak. Mm. <laughs> you know, like um, however, um I look at it as it's all about what you made it when you was in that in that in that sure. moment, so to speak. Yep. But I was never mentally prepared. Physically, yeah. I was going to play football. Right. That's why I, that's how I got in school. Right. You know, so I was going to play ball and Division Two school, Virginia State University. Like I said, distractions. It was more so of finding finding myself. Like, am I going to be responsible? Yeah. Or am I just going to be here in that in that moment?
0: (laughs) You know what I mean. So, So how did you? did you see it as a problem then? Again, it, like when you're in the moment, we talked about that. At what point did you realize that gap was impacting your life, and, and, and how did you rebound from it?
1: Um, you know, when when I found out like my my GPA wasn't going to allow <laughs> me to keep my scholarship, and I, um, you know, I majored in English, um, and and my schedule was crazy. Mm. The classes were hard. It wasn't like Mr. Scott's English class or Mr. Ryan's man. Yeah. It was totally different. And um I going back to what you just said earlier, I wasn't mentally prepared to handle that. Yeah. And and like it was either come back home mm. and deal with my parents and everything and not being not fulfilling something that I set out to fulfill.
0: Yeah.
1: Or manning up and, and actually trying to get myself together. Yeah, and it took it 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 took some time. It took summer school. Mm. It it took summer school again, yeah. <laughs> and summer school again. You know, yeah. so but I got myself on track. Yeah, because it wasn't going to be. It was like, what's after? What's after this? Got to think about that.
0: And I definitely <laughs> want to get to what's after this. Uh, but right now, it's a good time for this. We're gonna take a break, right? Quick. We're gonna hear from a sponsor, and we'll be right back. What's good, fam? I know you're enjoying the episode, but I am excited to share with you today a brand new sponsor to the DSP family Tate Wellum. T A T E W H A L U N. Tate Wellum. High fashion accessories, watches. I mean, the timepieces are exquisite, if I do say so myself. I prefer the executive collection. There are several to choose from. What I need you to do is head over to their website, T A T E. W-H-A-L-U-N dot com when you get to check out after you fill your basket with all the things that I know you're going to find there use the code the DSP DSP for 20% off they'll know that I sent you Tate and black owned responsibly managed new sponsor to the podcast I look forward to the continuing partnership God bless back to the show alright we back so we got through the first uh first few stages of life through college i think it's a very common story at least uh in my circle in our circle probably where there's some struggles um you lose focus you kind of regain focus or you don't and you're in in your situation uh you chose to regain focus through the work uh but let's talk about moving out of college and into the real world what was your what was what was that transition like? Uh, and I, I want to build up to where you are today because I, I really want to spend some time on, on you working in the school systems. But most definitely, right out of college, what did, what did you do? Um, right out of college, man, um,
1: I had the opportunity to work at um, a school called Bolenbrook Prep in um, in Maryland. Okay, um, you know, I taught the GED writing classes, um, all of that, and you know, taught some English classes as well. Um, yeah, and really took a liking to being able to. Get kids to see like the bigger picture when it came to English and reading and writing and and yeah. the different things. So I had the opportunity to be in Baltimore, in Baltimore, Maryland for for two years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> then I
1: moved back home. Yeah, so it was a it was eye opening. Young kid, 20, 22 years old. Yeah, teaching eleventh and tenth and eleventh graders and and trying to get them to understand that you know I've been where you've been and yeah. I'm just like recently removed and like reading and writing poetry and and all that stuff is cool you know just try to get them to understand that
0: have you have you always had a love for it or are you just good at it
1: um man i think that i took a liking to reading when i can make my own ideas of what i think are, are actually happening you know um english is like so wide open because whatever you get from something that you read may not be the same thing that I get, however, right. can you support it from what you have read? You yeah. know. So it's 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 a very like intriguing subject. So I always yeah. took a liking to it.
0: So Baltimore in most in most in a lot of scenarios is presented as a very tough city. Um mm-hmm. were you dealing with like inner inner city youth? Was it really was it Baltimore oh, yeah. or Baltimore uh, County? Because you got to. no, no, Baltimore. Yeah, b More. It was, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 in, in it was to, totally different from what I was used to
0: yeah so what like totally what was different. what was that culture shock like if you could paint a picture and i know you can because you got a command of words like oh, let, let's 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 go back to and let me see if i can place you that's 2002 2001 yep. 2002 2003 yep <laughs> 2002 2003 mm-hmm. bright eyed new graduate <sighs> yeah jumping in the first life, real job first real job in being more donnie but,
1: green was at the baltimore ravens oh wow. it, it, yeah it's a,
0: yeah it was it was
1: if, I'm glad. All I can say is this: I'm glad I moved back here. I moved back to Richmond mm-hmm. at that time. Um, just being removed from school, uh, my first real job, able to intermingle with different people at different areas in Baltimore. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't see any growth, so to speak. Meaning okay. that I was having too much fun because this is my first real job, my first real taste of actually yeah. being on my own and taking care of myself. It, yeah. I was just having fun. You know, but I ended up moving back home and crazy story because my dad, when I graduated from Virginia State, he told me, Um, you should go ahead and just move back home, stay with me and your mom for a couple of years, get yourself together, and you know, go back to Hampton High School and ask Coach Smith if you can coach. Yeah, after I left Baltimore, guess what I did?
0: That
1: moved back home. My mom and my dad yeah. ended up getting a job teaching English at Hampton High, and was the head JV football
0: coach. So there's a there's a real important <laughs> lesson and I've spoken about it before um and I'm, I I want to hear your perspective as to why that advice didn't make sense to you the first time you heard it cuz I have had some very expensive life lessons <laughs> not listening to my father mm-hmm. and also putting so much space between me and my father that the words couldn't connect if they wanted to so wow. like how, how what was it about what back in the day
1: my dad never t- said I told you so. And never to this day. And that and I always bring that up. Yeah. Like he was right. Yeah. And as kids, we, our parents are never right. Never. <laughs> I got a 13-year-old daughter.
0: Never. You
1: know, out of my, eye, my yeah, like I'm never right in her eyes. Yeah. After after she thinks about it, daddy, you were right yeah. in a joking way, you know. But my father has never said I told you so. And everything you told me I should have did,
0: yeah. I
1: ended up doing. It. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about that because my, my experience was, um was a little different, right? And again, great father taking nothing away from my father. And I'll say that anytime I bring his name up, mm-hmm. I just chose different. Um, how early on was, was, I'm trying to figure out how to put it, right? So you, you, you had a trust for your father where you trusted what he said. I mean, you, you made mm-hmm. a couple of different decisions, but how early on in life do you remember that reliance that confidence in what your father was saying and um just knowing he had your best interest at heart because ultimately that's that's what my father had but i i didn't it was chose not it to was it,
1: it was later on I, like after i graduated college everything mm. like even though i even now i know that way back when yeah. he had my best interest i'm yeah. well, i'm not listening like yeah. oh, i got i want to make my own choices and decisions but it was I knew he had my best interest, but like you just said, um it, it didn't take till after I came back home when I understood yeah. it. And I That's realized like he he never said I told you so. And every and for like the eight years I coached at Heritage, he was on the sideline with me, rode in the same seat on the bus with me to every game. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was, you know, it it was it's, it's a crazy dynamic with my pops. Like I never really remember my pops telling me like he actually loves me. Like out, out, least outwardly saying words it until yeah. I graduated from college, you know what I'm saying? Like, I that was the first time I ever remember, yeah. And, and I and I always tell my mom, and I remember everything, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was the first time him outwardly saying it because I'm his namesake, you know, I'm named up. Me always say that that's my name, you know,
0: like, yeah.
1: So he read the papers when I was coaching me, I'm, I'm in the paper, <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go, you
0: know. But what was, um. If you can pinpoint what was the most costly mistake associated with not listening to your father's advice,
1: put myself in debt at an early age when I moved mm. on more. You know, like it's it, it it was it was crazy. It yeah. was crazy because like I, what I left was I was having fun and coming back, then feeling like I didn't, I didn't, I failed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm living with my mom, and my dad. I've been living on my own since. 1898 when I was in college, 97, yeah. you know? So now it was like, okay, I'm back home. You know, that was the most, like I put myself in, in crazy debt, like just having fun, yeah. you know? And, but that's what,
0: the, <laughs> it was great. That, I mean, that's the, that's the humbling experience and we all, yeah, I maybe mean, yeah. not all, but a lot of us go through it. What, what, what was your mind state at that time? Because somebody's listening to this seeing themselves as a failure because they're not at the place they think they should be at the Mm -hmm. time. They think they should be there. So coming back home after leaving and being a man is a very humbling experience. What was, how how did that, how did life during that time play out?
1: Oh man. um, It was, I was washing cars, you know, trying to start that business up, like just trying to do different things my mind state was all over the place. It was, What's the what's my next move? What what do I need to do? Like <clears throat> you when you when you start like I looked at education like honestly, like I looked at it as like starting my career early. I was like, I felt good about myself when I came home trying to find a job, job, trying to get my license, switched over to Virginia, trying to do all of these different things and things when I'm coming through and I'm living at home. It was very humbling. Like, oh yeah. uh, man, my mind state was uh. Being being one hundred percent honest was like, I don't know. Like like that was it. Like now what? Now what? Mom, let me borrow twenty dollars. You know that was. No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. And you know, so it was my mind state was all over the place. But I knew the place I was trying to get to.
0: Yeah. Like, that not knowing, as a um. As a well as a man period not knowing <clears throat> is a is a it's a weird place right not having the answers for you mm-hmm. but when you start to compound that with you know if you're dealing with somebody in a relationship or you bring kids into the situation like that's been the lowest point of my life when I when I couldn't look my family in the face because I thought I was failing right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was not it wasn't a conversation I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't in the place where I'm now where I could talk about it or reach out and say hey, i need help with this it's getting bad but when I look back on it man I, I I was in some very dangerous mental places and not having the tools or the courage to talk about it I'm just i'm i'm grateful to god that wow. that that wow. things didn't like like some of those thoughts didn't go all the way through you know what I mean understand <laughs> yeah um, Hey. Wow. good wow. yeah
1: yeah now I, I like I've been there you know um you know, talking about I'm going to say something about my daughter. I got a 13 year old daughter, beautiful daughter.
0: Yeah, it um, sure is man.
1: Like, hey, like that. That's my best friend. Mm. She calls me whenever, like we. She's over. Like it's the dynamic with me and her mother is totally different. You know, I, okay. I I was once married. You know, I was married for a while. Um, and 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 that's a big thing because I have a daughter. And, and the biggest thing that I learned from. You know my our situation is that me and her mother could be good friends best friends you know what I'm saying and, yeah. and because I have a daughter understand dad made mistakes um you know however like I'm gonna be the best for best for you you know yeah. what I mean like I had no problem telling my daughter that I messed up and that was like the realest conversation I ever had in my life yeah. um because she's at that age now whereas though she's an eighth grader she's 13 <clears throat> you know I recently got engaged you know what I'm saying so, congratulations congratulations yeah, yeah so it's
0: hold on you and you look dumb happy on on Facebook so I, I, you know man you can't, can't talk, front on, yeah, you can't we, front we can on get, that one <laughs> no no and
1: and and, and that's a, that's like even when I talk about my daughter that right there was a big a big thing you know mm. I had to have a real conversation with my daughter about the next steps that I was making
0: yeah. and
1: and and my vo- my daughter's very articulate. I always say she's gonna be an English teacher, but she says, I don't like English. I said, We're well, gonna be a lawyer or something like, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's very articulate. And when she talks to me, she'll say, Dad, I want to talk to you for a minute. And I'm like, oh, okay, I I know this going to be a real conversation. I try to yeah, make yeah. jokes about it. It's more so now that the mistakes that I made, I don't have no problem talking to my daughter about them even though we've had that conversation before because she knows that it's coming from a place where look
0: yeah. you know
1: she she holds me accountable and that's the and the craziest part when kids hold you accountable being in education and everything like you can't let them down
0: yeah
1: you know what i'm saying so it's my daughter's taught me a lot it's 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 crazy and she's yeah. taught me a lot you know so
0: so what is that what is that like um that transition from being married Mm -hmm. that being dissolved you're back out in the world in life and you're opening yourself up to uh another relationship what's that process like to be prepared for the smile that's on your face now like how how do you get from that stage to the you know the void to the to the next stage
1: let me tell you something like and just like because i appreciate that like this whole entire platform after my situation and my, my wife leaves and Mike's wife leaves and everything. Um mm-hmm. I went through therapy, bro. And 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 the realest thing about therapy, like I went through therapy before people started talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then I went again. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was more so because I wanted to find out the mistakes that I had made. Yeah. And, and, and even transitioning now. Um, it takes a lot for a guy to say that they messed up to somebody that they once that they created life with. You yeah, get what I'm saying? I do. It, it, it takes, it, it, I do. it, like, if you could do that, yeah. that to me, like, you could do anything, man. You can, you can, yeah. you know. So, like, just having conversations with my therapist when I went, mm-hmm. it was, it was what it was supposed to do. It, it made me, when I left, made me feel like, okay, what else do I need to do to make myself better? I started writing more, started writing in my journal, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, Going from being married and having fun, doing you know, just having a good time with myself, and trying to find myself again and going to therapy, it was—I would find myself in situations that I knew I shouldn't have been in, and then yeah. later on, I asked myself, like, why keep going to therapy if you're going if you ain't gonna try to make that change?
0: Yeah,
1: it's good for that moment, but it was it was it was crazy. And so transitioning, and then it is, you know, being with being engaged in like that love is genuine and different. Yeah. Because like, I love myself more, you know what I'm saying? So that's the point. Yeah. I love myself more. And it's like, okay, I don't want nobody to feel or go through what I went through. Yeah. At the cause of my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So
0: I think that's a, that's a very, a very key thing. Very key thing that you mentioned was uh, loving yourself. Like as Mm -hmm. men, I'll say for me, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not all men, but for me, I would numb myself with activities to avoid dealing with the fact that I I really wasn't feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Like you know it, like you know <clears throat> you're off path. Yeah, yeah. But if I can get with some other people that's yeah. off path, I'm we good. won't talk about the path. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk about the the other BS that's going around. Exactly. And I learned late. I mean, this is like within the last three or four years. I learned that I was mm-hmm. fronting in my house. Mm providing wasn't enough isn't enough but that was the and, measure Wow,
1: wow and and I think that that's what sometimes like what what men think is the most important I, I provide I mm. provide however how, however it's like just because you're providing are you providing the things that are essential to make sure your household is good and and and, and yeah you I could pay the bills you could pay the bill you know what I'm saying those things are gonna be taken care of but am i taken care of and I mean like mentally physically like spiritually everything and and you know what i'm saying like i said i just got engaged hmm. the new year
0: yeah and
1: and oh new the way year. i oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it's you know and like providing is important however being there in that moment in that presence like being able to express yourself and make that person understand like who you are is like more because you become vulnerable yeah. you know and, and men mm-hmm. men are afraid of mm-hmm. vulnerability and and, and I, I I'm I'm gonna speak for all men like and I hate to say that we are scared we are afraid to be vulnerable afraid because, yeah afraid to be vulnerable because it's like now you know my weakness you know my my kryptonite so to yep. speak and 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 we're supposed to be providers, you yeah. know so it, it's man like me going through the things that I went through like really really helped me out help me out
0: in a way that I didn't expect it to. Yeah. I, um, my wife and, you know, my wife, um, Mm -hmm. the entire time what she wanted from me was for us to be friends, not, not be married, but after marriage Mm -hmm. to still be friends. Mm -hmm. And it was something about marriage. And I looked at the role and responsibility of a husband as a provider and a father as a job, as a duty not really embracing the family aspect of it, right? It was, I got this thing, I got that thing, I got that thing, I got this fourth thing. If I do three out of four, I'm at 75%. That's good enough sometimes, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, and and that's what I'm saying, this old aha moment was like COVID slowing us down, stopped me from traveling for work. I used to, I used to go, you know, we lived overseas when we came back. When I came back, I was still running around the US, still going overseas to do certain things. And I realized, and I said this before, but it's true, people, it's true every time I say it, I was using the travel as a break to stop thinking about what I needed to do at home, right? And if I stopped thinking about it long enough, it's not a problem for me. Wow. I could just come home and it's it's moved yeah. to the back and my head is big, like it's a lot of room and, back there. It's moved to the back and it's and, and rinse and repeat, and, and 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 that's what
1: football was for me when I was when I was a head coach at Heritage. That was like having success and in, and in, in, in doing well. Like that was that was my getaway. I'm yeah. always in the film room, like always. Like I gotta, I gotta watch film. I gotta watch film, you yeah. know. But and and not and neglecting the things that I needed to be really really focused on. Yeah. That was, that was my support system, like me coaching the whole time. That was my support system. Like, it was, it was, it was crazy. And when you say what you said, like, it it goes in the back. Like, I yeah. I'm, not, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm trying. I'm trying to be handsome next week. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and the sad <laughs> you know? thing is, we we justify it, and it becomes so believable that it's like you look at them, like, how you how you not understand this? <laughs> exactly. Of, of course, I have to exactly. do this, right? Exactly. Do you? um what 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 was the impact of your coaching on your relationship with your daughter? Man, um,
1: you see remember the Titans? Um, that's what everybody said. My daughter was at practices. Okay. My daughter drove the golf cart around when she got got a little bit older. She was on the sideline with every game.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we had secret handshakes. I'm doing interviews. She's right there with me. Um, telling guys hustle up. She had this thing called Plus Two that she saw on Remember the Titans got to run two yards past the line where you're supposed to go. You know, y'all they do plus two. Y'all they do plus two. That was that was her thing. Yeah. You know, she never missed the game.
0: Mm.
1: You know, never. My daughter never missed the game the whole time I was coaching. Even the seven years I was at Hampton as the head JV coach.
0: Yeah.
1: When when she was born, she's in the stroller. My my daughter's mom had it in the stroller. You know, so she loved like football. She lo- she loved it. She loved yeah. it. And when I stopped coaching, she was like, well. You said you always wanted to do this, so it's okay. It's okay, <laughs> you know. So,
0: what is it about the relationship with a daughter that that a like a man can understand the impact of how a woman is treated based on his relationship with his daughter, mm. but can't get it right with the?
1: You know, I, I, the, you have the, you the, have posted something oh, I don't know about you inspiring. had you had put something up, uh, yeah, yeah, something up when you were saying that. You had a guest up there, and that it jumped out to me because, like I said, oh, my daughter yeah. great. the eighth grade. So, you think that you, you want your daughter to have <clears throat> a guy like you, you know? You know, that's what, and, and then you start thinking, if you're honest with yourself,
0: yeah, I don't know you're anymore. You're
1: thinking, like, well, mm-mm. like, I, nah, I'm not, nah, I don't know, you know? It, it's, it's that stuck out to me because of like the things that. In my past or whatever that has, yeah. that has happened, you know, and th- that was that was profound. It's mm, everybody says that, but guys really think about ourselves, and do we? No, I don't no, mean,
0: <laughs> no. This podcast is getting on my nerves, man, because it's it's um it it's it's forcing me to deal with uh it's forcing me to deal with me, mm. and and I knew how to finesse me <laughs> before, like that's my way out of conversations with myself and uh like that that episode and I'm I'm 42. Me too, that guy was 30 and had that level of awareness and I was just thinking mm. like man 12 years ago if nice. if I were to be that aware how much further would my family be along wow. than right now um wow. 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 I don't yeah. know I just i'm I'm, at a, I'm in a space now where I'm, I'm thinking differently about everything, right? What's really important. Um, you said something about success when you're talking about football and I want to jump back to that. Um, how do you, did you intentionally redefine what success is, Um, or have you thought through that?
1: It's I haven't thought through it, but like, it's sort of like, you know, you have moments of success and it's like, okay, um, I want that feeling again. Mm. You know, um, I want it again. You know, and 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 coaching, like I said, was easy to me. You know, I played football at the greatest high school, coached at the greatest high school, learned from Coach Smith in film sessions. It, it, that was like the most intense, I, I hands down. Um, I don't care. I was at like I said, Division two football, Virginia State University, the greatest university ever. Film sessions. Right, nothing was like it being in the film so, film session with Coach Smith, Coach Man, Coach Mitchell, like learning the game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and the realest thing that Coach Smith ever said to me, like I was living at home when I first came back, like and my mom in the house, well, you going to church on Sunday? Well, I'm the head JV coach at uh, at, uh, at Hampton. Coach Smith had film sessions on Sunday. Coach Smith told me, uh, Jesus, no. <laughs> Bet you have, you watching football, basketball, football is played on Sunday, right? And, and and that moment that that was like I'm like whoa that moment right there though when I had to explain that to my parents living in a house, trying to get myself back on track like made a pact like I'm going on Wednesday, Mom. As long as I'm living in the house, I'm going to buy one study on Wednesday. Yeah, you know. But I'm gonna be there so I can learn. But I learned so much just watching. What they watched and 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 that success translated over the heritage, you know. Um uh, out of of eight years, man, I was coach of the year six years in a row in the peninsula district. And 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 Mm -hmm. it was it was not that that's what we worked for. I wanted to win because that's what I was accustomed to. You know, I want I wanted to win. And I wanted my young men, because I downtown Dupa News. It's bigger than football. I'm only here because of football. Use football like football are going to use you. Mm. You know, and, and we prided ourselves on, man, those years that we were there, those eight years I was there, man, we got 23 kids in Division One and Division Two scholarship football. Not counting the kids that went to D3 and things like that, but it was more so taking these kids to camps, giving them different experiences. Yeah. You know, so they could see things that, were, that they never seen before coming from down there. And that was like, that was, that was That is what
0: fueled my fire. Working in the building, teaching all of that, you know. Paint the paint the picture for the listening audience that may have been under a rock and don't understand seven five seven. Well, like <laughs> downtown Newport News, if you, how how would you describe hmm. it and its impact on the people that you were coaching?
1: Oh man, like oh, one of my students told me, like he said, Coach Mass, so we don't even have a seven eleven down there. You know, he said, I can go to 7-Eleven, get the candy I want, and go to a store downtown. And they don't even, it's nothing that nothing that looks the same five or six blocks up the street at this store. Mm. And 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 that was the realest thing that one of the kids had told me because he was in tune to what was going on around him, like, oh my gosh, like it's a different dynamic. And and yeah. it's a different dynamic. And what I mean by that is. When you come home from work, I'm using an analogy. When you come home from work, sometimes people sit in their comfortable chair mm-hmm. and they don't want to move, they get comfortable. And, 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 and living, you get comfortable sure. in the way that you're able to live.
0: Sure.
1: And sometimes you may not want more, but you 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 look at what, what it could be like, mm-hmm. but you're comfortable because you're sitting in your comfortable chair after work. Yeah. And and I wanted my kids to know that and down like that working at heritage. I wanted my kids to know that there's so many opportunities for you, even if you have to create them for yourself, you get what I'm saying? So like yeah. football is the avenue for a lot of us. You I always look at that. 9017, 13 of us went to school on scholarships,
0: mm. 13,
1: Yeah. you know, and, 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 those weren't scholarships. And that's what I took those, those are opportunities. Now, what you gonna do with the opportunity? Yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah. Because football ain't gonna always be there, you know. So that was my thing that I hung my hat on at Heritage Man. And, yeah. and I had some great guys working with me. So Not know, be hampton well. high four, be Hampton high four times out of eight.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a different era, one could argue. There you go Def- there definitely you go. a different era. Oh. Cole Smith was still there. That's what I always tell everybody. Well, you should put that on your resume. Coach Smith, well he just retired, right? Just retired after the last season.
1: That's a that that's big too though, bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's football, big. football has been in your blood, coaching has, has been in your your DNA. I'm always interested to know when people perform at a high level or are successful at a high level, and I can see you do, you people, like which one more informs the other? Does coaching more inform the way you parent, or are you a better coach because of the way oh. you parent? Oh, Oh, dang.
1: Wow. Like that question right there, that's that. I'm a, I learn as a parent every day. Mm. And and, and when you coach, you're trying to teach somebody something different every day. So as a parent, I learned something. I have, I have a, like I said, people say, I have a beautiful daughter, like, very, very smart. And, and, it's days that I feel upset because I haven't connected with her like we normally would. You know what I'm saying? So, however, that I have to figure out a how to, way how to, how to coach her up, so to speak, to say, I can't be mad at her. Look, yeah. Look, I can't, like, I can't be mad at a player for making a mistake.
0: Right. <laughs> you
1: know? So, I got to coach it up. So, I always like, you ain't calling me today. Uh, but well, I, was, I was doing such and such. I was doing such and such. But- I saw you it was on Instagram. Like, right at that, right at that call, you know. So, oh, oh, well, I was going to call you back. But it's 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 more so um, as a parent, you're a coach. A coach is nothing but a motivator. Like, even, like, I say that all the time. Like, everybody can motivate somebody to be better. And mm. and, and that's, that's what a parent is, man. My daughter makes me a better coach, though, because I got to find ways to connect with her, different ways. So I can't get on this player like this, like, Coach Mack and Coach Mitchell can fuss me out. Coach Man, to come talk to me in a different way, and I get it. I get it both yeah. ways.
0: Yeah. I get it now. But you said
1: it differently, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you so, got to the answer though. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah. What um, what scares you the most about being a father at this stage in her life? You going into a new relationship, like there's mm-hmm. a, a, several dynamics that life is. You know, you are at the intersection of a lot in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh what keeps you up at night?
1: Ooh, wow. You took that like when you were going with it, like that, I won't expect it. <laughs> I won't expect the question. Wow. Wow, that's a real question. Like, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about that.
0: What keeps me up at night? Like, wow. Hold on, like. These are all things that I, that I, like I told you, it's getting on my nerves too.
1: Wow. Like when you, when right. you,
0: when you stop long enough to actually think about. And what I, and I'm, and,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm not even trying to like, think about it to give the correct answer. I'm thinking about it because it's different things that keep me up at night.
0: Yeah.
1: It's different things. And, and, and wow, like you just said, me going into a new relationship, um, you know, having a daughter and, and the question could be asked for my daughter, like, why, why, why you, you know, she's never asked that, but like, you got me, you got me thinking, like, well, why, why things ain't work out? Why can you be this person now and not that person then? And 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 like, you got me, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot that keeps me up at night now. This is going to keep me up. That question, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're so,
0: welcome. Yeah, I appreciate. Wow, <laughs> wow. So it, that, so you you actually wow. you beat me to another a thought that I was processing as to why you why you will be successful. And I want to make sure I present it in a positive light. Mm-hmm. What are you most aware of about your like your self growth that you are confident that I got it this time. I am prepared and I'm going to make this relationship fantastic. I got to
1: be consistent in my ways. Mm-hmm. Um and, and like right now, man, like I've I've come up with this thing I call it the high five theory. And for the past like seven weeks, I high five myself every morning in the mirror. And 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 I be looking at myself now like making making jokes, but in that mirror, I high five myself because that high five, I do that in the hallway at the school.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: like, you know, signaling like yo, or, okay, you doing your thing, you know. So yeah. like like I said, for the past eight weeks, that's what I've been doing. And I make sure that I do that. Um, I have to be more consistent in my routines. You know, I can't be all over the place and, and, and the things now, like I'm old, I'm a whole lot older
0: Yeah,
1: and I've experienced things and things that we, we once thought that were fun and exciting. Once you get old. I don't wanna do nothing but sit in watch TV, <laughs> you know, uh yes, sir. play the video game. And and I don't wanna be out and about, yeah. you know, I don't wanna do those things no more. Yeah. I am in a place now, man, like I'm happy and, and, and for like I always tell my dad and I tell my mom, like I'm genuinely happy, genuinely happy and still growing and learning. I'm still gonna make mistakes, but
0: yeah, I'm happy so i I am I would suggest I'm newly happy, and it's not because I was in a like like my environment has been bad, my home has mm-hmm. been bad, but I haven't allowed myself like I've literally put so much pressure on me to create a lifestyle that I want, but it might not necessarily be what my wife wants like i'm I'm projecting all of this.
1: Share responsibility. We need, shared. We need, we need everything. to be
0: here. We need mm-hmm. to be there. We need to be retired. We should have all this, and I'm and I'm literally gauging myself and judging myself, and projecting this this disdain, this this frustration onto my family because I'm not accomplishing the things that we haven't even agreed to as a family. No, so it's
1: those are your accomplishments, and sometimes, yeah, these, like, yeah. yeah, it's not. And you, you have to think about it as a whole. You know how it's going yeah. to affect other people as well, and I, like I learned that on the, like that's every day. Like I'm responsible for irresponsible people being in the school division. S-
0: say that again. I'm responsible yeah. for irresponsible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for real. And it and it's and it, and it's different because like like I always say this. Like the pandemic has, has affected kids and that's people right. in general in so many different ways. So whatever was going on in your household, it heightened. Magnificent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what it, like it heightened and. and and like empathy and what you just said about those necessarily not might not be the goals of your family. We we realize that now. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what that has to become a daily routine, retu- a routine. Yeah. That's what I say. The things that I realize that I made mistakes, I'm gonna incorporate that in my next day so I don't make that mistake again. That's gonna become a routine. I, that that mistake ain't gonna be a mistake no
0: more. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? If I do it, it's because I was consciously thinking about doing it, you know. So it, it's 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 Man, it's just, it's just crazy, Like even like working in the school, when like I say responsible for irresponsible people because yeah. parents send their best to school every day. It's not like they can go in their closet and choose a kid. Oh, I'm going to send this kid today. They send their best. And, and regardless of what goes on, man, you got to be responsible for their safety and everything in the school. building. It's, that's why I say I don't let nothing disturb my peace while I'm at work because yeah. things go, you know, so... yeah. Be, yeah, it's crazy, yeah.
0: You 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 seem to be in a really good place and I'm not playin' but I'm, Like this is <laughs> Yeah. Like seeing your social media is one thing. That we get the best of people, mm-hmm. right? Unless they Most choose to the show up, but like you it's good to see you happy, B. Jones. Yeah. yeah, man, hey. From one black man to another. I I I'm glad to see you happy, man. I'm happy for you. For sure, for sure. It, for sure.
1: Stu- it was steps to get there like in I'm like you I'm pretty sure you know, man. It's I can genuinely be around people, man, and and be me, and not mm. not care and not care because, like, when you see me again, it's gonna be the same person. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. so you know, so like, I always oh, it's the head and shoulders commercial. And I got this from Coach Man. I'm gonna make a first impression every time I see you. Oh, that's what Coach Man. That's what Coach Man says. Like, so when you meet Coach Man,
0: you never forget him.
1: <laughs> you man. know what I'm saying? That's the first smart, time. Though. So yeah,
0: yeah, and, and and that's where I take everything. What's your um? What what do you have you have you identified what your purpose is? And it it could have been football, or you know, I I definitely think football was a passion. But um, have you are you are you in tune with what your purpose is?
1: I'm in tune with my passion is, and so like like making my passion my purpose. Um, I'm I'm crazy about education, and like. and and not doing well in school at an early age, but then doing well when I went to college, Mm -hmm. you know, majoring in English and stuff like that, just being imaginative, writing my my thoughts down. And then going to get my masters at ODU to to like, to be in leadership, like whole Mm -hmm. different realm, you know what I'm saying? So it's, I don't think I fulfilled my purpose yet because I haven't affected enough kids. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the real like that's that's like no facade like just being open and honest. I think that I had some great people, man. Like some great people pull into me, yeah. even when I even when I ain't have a cup. I'm like I'm not even trying to like deal with it, you know what I'm saying? But they pull it into me, and regardless, regardless, somebody try to pull something you ain't got a cup. It's gonna get on you. And it, it, it may it's gonna stick a little while. You, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? saying. Yeah, 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 no, like, like, like really, man. Like, and I always tell kids that, man, like always. Miss hey, Coach Mash, you you always on me.
0: Yeah
1: for the same thing. Give me do something different. Do something. I always tell one 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 of the kids, don't wear your hat and your hood in the building, man. Do something different today. Let me get on you for something different. Move yeah. from that growth i don't care what type of growth it is and and you can't get you can't get used to growth because it's gonna make you uncomfortable it's like really uncomfortable so you taking your hat and your hood off you're uncomfortable now (laughs) you know so but man it's i've learned a lot from the kids and that's the crazy part
0: yeah what 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 thing are you um are you most proud of when you look in the mirror Hmm.
1: Wow, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna be honest. Knowing that, like, I've grown up since 38 to now. I've grown up. You know, like I've man. And when your mom say, "Oh, you a big boy," you, "Oh, you a big boy," you know, what <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Right. picking picking with you, you know. But I've grown up, man. Like I, I really, really have. It's, it was like becoming like a school principal, assistant principal. That's, I can't, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be, I'm not, no, all this stuff I to no. And you know what I'm saying? It it, it makes you want to do more because now what? Like people set goals after you set a goal, now what? (laughs) Now what? And that's what we get stuck in and, and puts us in that mental space where sometimes we get messed up because we don't feel like we, we're stuck. We're
0: stagnant. You yeah. know. You made a you made a point, and I don't want to I don't want to breeze past it because you said, you, summarizing, what am I doing in this position? I shouldn't mm-hmm. be here, but it makes me think I can do more. A lot of people think the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Like wow. if you're not qualified to be somewhere, you feel like you're faking it, and you're mm-hmm. scared to go to that next level because if you don't feel you're adequate in your current space, how do you aspire for? For more, right? But I think, Mm. and wow, and I like, like it's like no, you said that, but you I know, but I'm
1: (laughs) you said it differently. It's
0: it's easier to hear somebody else's thoughts and and kind of reframe them. But Mm. I'm just thinking about me, like man, I I share that, and it's not pat me on the back, but what what do they say? Right, my parents are very. Strict religious as well, right? But it was like say mm-hmm. God doesn't call to qualify; He qualifies the call, right? Wow. So my duty is to be productive, to do the work, to 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 um to implement the knowledge that I've been given in this current space. But I always think I can go to the next one. Okay. Always think I can go to the next one. I think that's really interesting. That um like that dynamic of. Feeling like you're inadequate, but knowing that there's more—that's a—that's a perspective to hold on to. That's growth, because because yeah, the opposite suggests that each day, you know, every like to each day is better than the next, right? You're getting progressively worse. Like mm-hmm. that's that's wow. Not gonna, <laughs> that's not that's that's not a path yeah. to be on. Nah, of course not. Of that's course dope, not. man. You with other, man. Man,
1: I'm trying, man. It's hey, it, it's it's hard, so to speak, but you once you realize yo once you realize that in order to become better you gotta like do things different. I keep on going back to that. And and even like this workout thing, like I start working out and I'm like eh. and it's like little things, but those things connect to everything because if you're passionate about one thing, get that same passion and something else. Yeah. You know, like I will put the video game down like no nah, I gotta go in the game tonight. People, you know, but sometimes I feel like man I wasted like a whole two hours. Messing with this and could have been doing something else because I forgot about something when I get to work. I'm like, ah, you know, but what you're doing right now is like, this is a safe space. Like, this like genuine conversation that, you know, and I've thought about a lot of things that I said and I've thought about a lot of things that you said and how you put it back to me, man. Um, When you create a safe space for somebody, you open up like different channels of like open up different things to make other people think about things. And yep. you made me think about a lot, like, even with this conversation, it's crazy because now that may keep me up tonight. And I'm <laughs> going back, to, you know what I'm saying? To what you said, because yeah. you have to, You we have to, we have to, in like males in general, we have to feel comfortable with talking about the things that we're not comfortable with yeah. so we can get over so we overcome those things.
0: So Very new uh, for me, man, so... Mm-hmm. I'm just here to share. I'm yeah, here to learn. Doing, this is dope. This is dope. This whole this we, whole thing uh, is man. We this is this is the part that I hate because we never. I look at the time and I'm like we we it's so much. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah 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 Oh yeah oh yeah. We didn't we didn't even really get into administration and and how that shaped and molded you. But I think I think this is a a good first conversation and I'm saying that prophetically because right. <laughs> my my suggesting Ladies that there'll be another one. Uh, but Please I want to. I want to follow the journey of a few men, right? Tap mm-hmm. back in with them every couple months, maybe twice a year. Most but definitely. I want this to be, this is not just content for me. Like I'm, I'm this really is, on the journey. I'm trying to figure me out. And wow. those that but are I'm going to say this, man, you,
1: you got people in tuned and you got people, I'm like, hold on. Some of the things, some of the things you just post is like, hmm. okay.
0: That be going through when
1: okay. you was talking about you like being overseas and stuff at one <laughs> time and not thinking about I was like
0: sacrifice my that, family for money, yeah. yeah, my family
1: yeah for money. And, and, and that right there, nobody gonna let nobody else know that because it's a sign of weakness, and that's and it's like me. I tell everybody, I tell all my friends, I think therapy was the best thing for me. I not like I went to therapy before people was like really, really like talking about the mental yeah. therapy at the Like it was it's just Man. crazy, and I appreciate. I really appreciate this, man. I really, really do. And 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 hopefully I, you know, hopefully I can come back. Cause well, the administration thing is crazy crazy. Maybe absolutely. I'll be in Atlanta or something then.
0: That's what I'm saying. I I'm want gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna come shoot I'ma come shoot. I'ma come shoot where you are. I'm gonna come that's a, follow that's a whole come different follow story. your day and like cause because the next thing the next phase of this for me is documentaries, and I've committed to doing yeah. to at least starting one this year. Wow. I'm that's, still trying to frame it still. out, but um, like yeah, I just want to tell beautiful black stories responsibly. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you this, man with me and Nikisha, right?
1: Friends since sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna give you a tidbit. I went in her inbox and said, if I come to Atlanta, can I take you out? She always laugh and joke with me. I turned 40, she sends me a cake to my job. I don't know who it's from, right? So <laughs> I asked her, if I come to Atlanta, can I take you out? She tells me if, if I'm free. In my mind as a man, I'm thinking, Hmm. If I come way down there, you, gonna be you better free. be free. <laughs> you know. <what> <laughs> but a year and a half, two years ago, man, I went down there and it's been like, got my best friend back. She always oh. say, Chubby, you make me laugh, Chubby. Hey. But we, that's a whole nother thing. It's crazy. Hey.
0: <laughs> so for the listening audience, the orange you guys, uh, or if you're watching, like me calling him George, like I only did it once, right? And I never called your name again because I, I don't know if you moved on from Chubbs or not, but he was chatted on me. Yeah, he was he was chubs. Now he's this you know this sprawling, <laughs> bedroom eye you know man. runway model. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, look I, at the part right now. He I, 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 I work out it. like crazy. I was yeah. on. It. I was on. I
1: got to get back on it. Just work out like crazy, but walk five miles a day every morning. Mm. But I gotta get back on
0: it, man. Yeah, man. It's been it's been a, it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a blessing. It's been a pleasure. We definitely going to reconnect, man. Um, let the people now, know I appreciate how appreciate it yeah let the people know how they can find you your ig um, information you want to give out Go it's
1: ahead. a one underscore underscore love chases um okay trying to get the podcast talking about black love and black relationships um shameless plug i apologize <laughs> but no oh. but but like that's that's my goal you know um yeah everybody got a story and, and everybody what you have done with this right here I appreciate it, man. This right here was like a session, like a, <laughs> a, a, you know what I'm saying? Get some things out. But I definitely appreciate it. But one, underscore love chases. Um, follow my lady's page. Oh, she got to a hair. Okay. Um, got to big her up. Have to. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll put all the information down below, man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate this, man. I it's really not the same as plug, man. Whatever I can do, my platform is is still infancy, still growing. But have I can help, my wife and I have another podcast in that space. Yeah, most definitely. So if there's any, any way we can help, be of assistance, Healthy so. marriage is dope, Healthy and, and I, dope. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love that's, it. That's where we at. Let me um, take a moment to address the uh listening audience. So, for my listeners on the audio platforms, if you're on Spotify, you're on Apple, Stitcher, any of those, please make sure you're following this podcast. Please make sure you rate it if the if the platform allows it. For those that are on YouTube and the video, the video, the visual experience was good. I hope you've gotten a lot from this. I hope you got busy in the comments. I hope you subscribe to this channel and click the notifications as well. Um is there anything else you want to leave the people with?
1: No, nah, man. I just um appreciate it, man. The milk from back <laughs> in the day. I I, never forget that.
0: Never
1: forget that. I got pictures of my senior book from that. that like oh Joe I'm never gonna forget that. Shout basketball w- games we get nasty Nash, yeah.
0: man. Shout out to those guys. At the basketball game at the corner in the in the raps. Yeah, we was but I
1: appreciate there. it, man. I definitely like, definitely. We have to, like, definitely get together again. For sure, we gonna
0: definitely. shoot live next time, man. I told you, man. We. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with at it. it. All right, family. I appreciate it. you guys. God bless you. Peace. The Dear Son Podcast is produced by D. Johns Live Studios. All rights reserved don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.